Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 729 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today by James Dean Raider and Ben Funky Askren. And we teased it a little bit yesterday. Logan Massa looks like he's coming back. This tweet from Sean Bormet seems to say it all. Those who stay, Micic, Amin, and Massa in the picture here. Team 100, go blue. And this is the final cog that, that Coach Bormet needs, I think, for, for his team to really make a push. And now that Massa's back and it's official, the team race officially on, officially uh, officially more juice, all the juice, maximum yeah, juice. Official. Super official. It's super official. Hey, uh, I think we, you know, I think this is actually an FRL production because we told them to have a plan for Detroit. We were talking about this two years ago mm-hmm. about how they need to have a plan for Detroit, and now they have a plan for Detroit. And little, you know, you gotta give credit. We did not put Nick Soriano in that plan. Well, that was that was pretty creative thinking there. Now, and and you know, I, I kind of wish Joy Silva was involved in this plan as well, but um, <laughs> you know. Uh, it's no, still all things considered a great plan, and yes, it, it's going to be you know, I, I I don't know the circumstances around you know convincing Logan to to come back, but I'm glad. Where I mean, does Joey Silva fit in this plan? Um, wherever he wants. <laughs> no, he doesn't yeah. actually fit that great at 41 or 33. Really, I don't know if he beat Ragason at this point. So tough to say. Yeah, a silverless world. So that's big news, and Easy. excited excited to see that team in in full force. I, I guess that won't be till second semester, but when we do, it'll be it'll be interesting. They don't duel Iowa, but they do face Penn State. Nice. So in I uh, I said yesterday how much uh, I, how good I thought the Arizona State lineup was, and your guy. I don't know if I should have you guys have this ready, but your guy, Mister Spay, put up. What the January third duel in Austin, Austin could look like, and it is a lot of fun. Do is there any way we have the graphic by by chance or no? Well, we all follow Spay. We could probably pull it up pretty quickly here. Yes. Um, I mean, right Did off the bat, um, you you would have Ragus or Soriano versus Courtney. Yes. So an NCAA finalist versus an NCAA champion in the very first match. Um, would love to see yeah. that. 33, Ragson versus McGee. It's a great match. You got the tweet now? Yeah, I've got it here. I'm just sending it to to TB12 method over here. Mitchett versus has Store versus Parco, Luan Teamer, Camamine, Anthony Valencia, Massa versus Kyle Valencia. They got to pull Kyle at this point. If they're you got to pull him. And then, uh, yeah, Miles Amin, and I don't know I don't know who number is. They, they need to find it. They need to go to the transfer portal. And you know, start throwing some NLI dollars at someone. Brucky uh, versus Northfleet, Paris versus Schultz. That is an awesome duel. Yeah, every, every match is basically ranked versus ranked. A lot of all American yeah. versus all American matches. Um, we just have to. I don't, I'm not sure who number is uh, either. Who's but the yeah. best? Uh, who's the best backup at 184 right now? Hmm. <laughs> best backup at 184. Well, Abasad. Eh. Let's get someone better. <laughs> wow. Guy's a little... I was like top 12 <laughs> as a true freshman. There's got to be someone better than that, right? All right, Clayton Whiting. He's not eligible. Oh, I don't know then. 
Um, okay, if, so if Abe Assad is not a quality enough backup for you. Yeah, he's quality. He's quality. Josh number is three and five, and he's ranked at number 219 by WrestleStat. Okay. Top 250. It's not going to get it done. It's not going to get it done. No. They they could use someone. Probably use someone else there, but it is Oof. what it is. So that's going to be a, a great duel. Can't wait for that one. Um, and, yeah, Spay doing a good job getting the people hype. Jason Knopf take on, took out Katek Sabalov at the Wolnick. Kyle Snyder did not wrestle. Uh, his opponent, I guess, was out with injury. Is that right, JD? You're our, you're our Russian. Lame. You're just a Russian. Yeah, he's supposed to wrestle Zabrelov. I'm not 100% sure why he did not wrestle. Could be injury, could be sickness, could be he didn't want to. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, Kyle Snyder, I, you know, I saw, to just I hang saw him on Sajalayev constantly. They are just boys now. Yes. Brothers forever. They're dancing. I don't like it. I will not accept it. All right. I, I agree. I, I want them to uh, to be rivals. Yeah. This man defeated America. It came down to these two. Twice. Yeah. Twice. Two, t- twice in like three months. I, I get it if you're such alive. Yeah, great guy. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it's. I guess it's good balance uh, for Snyder not to like hate the guy, but, you know, just pretend. And Snyder's always been the... Uh, yeah. It's not about winning and losing. It's about being the best you can be. Like, that's always been his yeah. thing. That is admirable, yeah, but, but that's just not yeah. like the... the uh, Selfishly, I want them to hate each other more saying. than anything in this world. It's all about what we want, not about what he wants. It's, yeah, it's more I want them the to have pictures of each other on their mirror that they look at yes. every morning yep. when they're doing their 4 a.m. runs. Yes. You know? Ooh. Yeah, we need that. Hey, Rick, Rick Wasmer in the chat. Rocky Jordan to Arizona State. Okay. What I wonder. Think? I bet Abe is beating Rocky Jordan, but uh, yeah, that would work as well. Okay. Because how about Swole Caleb Romero? Romero? Caleb Romero to Arizona State because the Jordan family is so close to Ohio State. So we'll send Caleb Romero to um, Arizona State for a prospect and uh, backup to be named later. Yeah, they should throw him. They should throw him like Klebov or something at thirty three. Yeah, that'd be yeah. Now we're talking. Right, we we're wheeling and dealing here. <clears throat> wheeling and dealing. Okay. So that's what's going on in Russia. That's uh, it was a good. I mean, Nolf kind of Zabalov. He got the opening score, and then Nolf just sort of like, ran away. This with this it. is we are far from peak Zabalov. Yes. This man, it did not take long for him to get tired. Mm-mm. Start taking it'll never very very bad shots. It'll always yeah horrible shots, and he was his, leaving, his opening fireman's was very nice though. He was leaving his legs wide open for Renolf, yeah. who is not someone you want to leave your legs wide open against. So yeah, he got uh, he got kind of so is this Wolnick? Is it something that's going to be happening on a, a semi regular basis? Or I mean, this was number seven. One? So okay, one of the it's first six. Not I a one time thing. Production looked great. They've done a couple of events. It took a while for me for them to get on my radar, but they put together some good matches. Which is so. hard to believe, considering you're literally a Russian <laughs> operative. Um, <laughs> Sidikov beat Kadi Magomedov pretty soundly yet again, right? Yeah. Uh, I forget exactly what the final was. Like 11-6 to 6 or something like that. Um, but... Sidikov's a freak. If you can pull this up, his leg defense that he hit on 
cut him made of? Like he kicks out Ben. Did you watch it at all? I didn't see it. No. Like a donkey kick. Yeah. Well, he's in midair. Um, it's it's absurd. Yeah, I don't know if Tyler can pull it up. It is yeah, his all right, he's uh, worried he's worried we're gonna end up in jail. Like, yeah, I don't think just the Russian Al Rosa Cup is gonna slap us on the wrist. It's okay. We'll just keep it moving then. Yeah, I All don't right. even think they got I don't think they have intellectual property rights in Russia, Tyler. So I think we're good. Let me yeah. look. I'll look up intellectual property no, rights. Let's just let's just keep China. it. Just <laughs> they definitely don't have it in China. They definitely don't have intellectual property rights in China. Definitely not. It's all their property. It's great. Okay. In great news, in picks for the year, I have had a triumphant run and I've now tied J D at eleven and eleven for our picks. I I'm plan on passing place. him tomorrow and then i will never look back and i'll ro- go wire to wire till the end and ben will lose because he only picks missouri tigers well i got hurt on this one because i actually didn't pick noah certain and he beat sam latona and i don't know why you guys picked noah certain on over sam latona on that one but you guys both did somehow because because it was the it was the line was two and a half for latona and i yeah i don't know i yeah I still thought Latona was. I mean, Latona's obviously not the same guy as he was last year. Um, he is. Is he under five hundred right now? I'll, oh, I will tell you in might, one second. He might be. Did he wrestle at the Southeast Open? Um, he did. Latona he is. He's three. He's three and four right now. So when you compare that to his fourteen and three last year, the twenty and two the year before, um, we're not we're not getting the same guy anymore. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say anymore. Currently. That is true. Hopefully, Currently, we're not getting the same guy. Hopefully, he turns it around. Uh, I think that he will because it's very important to him, and he's good, well, and he'll figure it out. Yeah, I mean, this guy. This is a guy who's an All-American as a true freshman and ranked as high, I believe ranked as high as number two, and now he's he's three and four on his second so, you know, so, freshman season again because of yeah. the, the corona thing. But He, he was yeah. a redshirt, but yeah. Um, you would assume – like good portion of it might be the weight. The man is a huge, That's, yeah. Probably a solid assumption, I would guess. One twenty-five. He's the biggest. He's the biggest there is. Um, okay, let's talk about the the Jordan Burroughs folk style rules. Let's do it. I actually have some great suggestions for you. I think. Okay, well, kick it off here. We got them pulled up. Um, um do well, do you want to read through all of Jordan's first? Okay. Okay. Jamie's so. folk style rule adjustments. Neutral. One, pushouts will be awarded, but only on sequences initiated by leg attacks. Two, the first period ends 0-0. Both wrestlers will be given a stalling call. That's kind of great. Uh, referee's position. One, no more stalling from rear standing. Unless top man visibly forces opponent out of bounds from rear standing, he'll be called for stalling. If there's any break in action after the takedown or OOB stalemate stalling, the top man has the option to cut the bottom man without penalty. We got another. Or eliminate the point for riding time. Once one minute of riding is secured, all escapes afterward will not earn a point. It's interesting. And then there's miscellaneous. Headgear uh, head is optional. Reviews will be done by a third party. And overtime is no longer first score. You will wrestle an entire two minutes. An athlete with the most point at the end wins. These are JB's. Folk style rule rule adjustments. Right. He wants us to discuss, so that's what we're going to do. We listen to Jordan. So um, let's see. No more standing from re- no more stalling from rear standing is is bad because that has really 
I don't know if we remember, you know, say eight to 10 years ago when, when there wasn't stalling there and it was really difficult for people to get escapes because that is a position in which there is a huge advantage to the, the rear person and the stalling actually kind of makes it even a little bit. I do not like it. And some of the, the refs are really coming around is when the bottom guy is literally just trying to block and not do anything and then the ref get the ref calls for stalling. So I like that a lot, a lot of the refs are holding the, the stalling call on that. That being said, I do like the part where he says um, that – damn, where – the freaking – I clicked off him. Um, sorry, back here. Where I do like the part where he says that they forced him out of bounds because that to me is the worst stalling in wrestling is when the, the top guy pushed the bottom man out of bounds. They never, ever, ever call that. So There's I like that part. One this weekend. Uh, and I was thinking about you. It was during the finals, and I was like, nah, Ben's probably freaking out if he's watching this. I can't remember which so match annoying. it was. It was a bad one. Um, Happens a lot. So let's talk about that, so that guys, one. Where the bottom guy walks out of bounds, too. Well, it's much more often that they, the top guy walks them out of bounds. Why, why would the bottom guy... No, JD, that doesn't make sense. Why would the bottom I guy know walk why, out of bounds? I know why, but it happens. So it, but it doesn't. It doesn't, because then he would just go back on I bottom. I know, he goes back and down, and he did the work to stand feet. up. It wouldn't make any sense. That just does. That's so rare that that happens. It's really infinitesimal. The, I mean, the one situation where that does happen a little bit, and I would say they're not on their feet, but and, and this is so annoying because the fans are so freaking stupid in this. Ninety percent of them, when the bottom guy is on bottom and the top guy has his legs sticking back in bounds, right? You guys, you guys visualize mm-hmm. what I'm saying here. And the bottom guy crawls out of bounds, yeah. and the whole crowd goes, "Boo! He's crawling out." And it's like, you freaking idiots. If the bottom guy did something good right now, the top guy would just pull his foot out of bounds and negate anything good that the bottom guy did. He can't score. So He can't score. So literally the only thing at that point in time the bottom guy can do is crawl out of bounds. So if you boo him, you are, in fact, a moron. <clears throat> boo yourself. Well, it's the same, it's the same thing as like when you like kick out of a leg now and then you get called for stalling because like the guy then – Continues his shot or walks out of bounds, and it's like you get called for stalling, and it's like, yeah, but I did the proper defense. It just happened to be on the, on the edge. edge. Whereas if I worked back in, I'm literally working back into his shot. Yeah. So, um, I so let's. I guess I don't think we have a, a too much agreement on that. Let's talk about number three because I think uh, under referee's position, number three, and I'm not really sure. I don't think this should be in referee's position. This should be kind of just general. So if there is any break in action after a takedown or stalling out of bounds, stalemate, the top man has the option to cut the bottom man without a penalty. Now, I don't like this at all because obviously say I take JD down um, in the first period and he gets an escape. I take him down again and he gets an escape. And so it's four to two. Yes. It's four to two. two. And now let's just assume the second period goes scoreless. Now the third period, um, he gets a takedown with – 15 seconds left okay so now it's four to four and i would have the chance to now win the match by making it five to four but he got to take it on the edge so he just gets to let me go without any any you know thought of a penalty point or not a penalty point but a, a me getting an escape to tie to keep the match tied to push into overtime like that's not how folk style wrestling is supposed to go and so this notion is completely arbitrary because you get a takedown on the edge now all of a sudden that could be a two-point takedown versus a one-point takedown if the bottom guy gets the escape so I think he kind of addresses it. And so I think we could actually cross out number three and then just move to the or part of it. And I think you could even make this maybe less. Like if the top guy stays on top for 30 seconds after the takedown, 
the bottom guy no longer gets to earn an escape point. So now what, what this would then create is the top guy would be more apt to let the bottom guy go because now it is a two-point takedown and he can continue to work versus having to give them the point. So I do like that he put the or there, though. I, so I really don't like number the first number three. I think that leads to will lead to a lot of arbitrary scoring changes just based on where and or when the guy gets the takedown. Um, but well, number that, that, three, uh, the that second, happens in folk style now, Ben. Though with, it's for, in terms of when the what, takedowns the take place, that's like my yeah, it's one of my you know gripes about the the scoring is you can have a two to one takedown advantage, but because you got a takedown at the end of the period. It's it's worth yeah. more, but that's like that's part of the strategy, though. So I, I don't yeah. know if it's any more arbitrary than uh, the other. Well, there's, I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, obviously, I thought about that, but I don't know that there's any way to do away with a period system and just make it one longer chunk. That you know, that's the only way you could do away with that. It's JD's um, idea. It is my idea. He just wants well, so time. if make a match, I want no if you, no period breaks. If you would do after the 30, so, so you, if you said, if I take you down and I ride you for 30 seconds, I could obviously continue to stay on top if I want. But once that 30 second hits, you no longer get an escape point. Mm-hmm. And this could be when you choose bottom of the second period also. If I ride you for 30 seconds, you don't no longer get an escape point. Because then you would also not have guys choosing bottom because they're like, well, if I get ridden for 30 seconds, I'm not getting a point. Mm-hmm. Right? So they would, they would be more likely to choose neutral or choose something else. Maybe even choose top because if they ride for 30 seconds, that guy doesn't get a point and they, they would have then the opportunity to turn someone. Um, so I actually kind of like that 30 seconds. And obviously if you get it at the end of the period, to your point, lots of times the period runs out, the guy does not get the chance to score the escape point because of short time. So obviously you wouldn't have the 30 seconds at the end of the period. But I, th- I think that could honestly solve a lot of the issues. So with neutral, he talks about pushouts a little bit, but he said they have to be uh, from leg attacks, which I don't think I agree with that part. That's because too up for interpretation. Well, it, yeah, that's Correct. true. And two, I don't like the idea of I get to an underhook, I'm super aggressively working double unders, and a guy can just back out of bounds, which is something. Yeah. Well, then you, you can get see. hit for a headlock. Hmm. Or I get you in for a headlock, and you and you start backing off from the headlock. I mean, we see that one currently where the guys back. I mean, we see that one in freestyle because they drop to their knees and they back out. It's crap. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I, I would like just a, a blanket step out point. I think that I would be a little more simple. I, I get what Jay, Jordan wants there, which is we want guys initiating offense scoring points. And I think in general that's probably what would happen with – because in freestyle I think that's generally what you see. You don't see – it's very rare you see guys just like – getting a collar tie and driving someone out of bounds or even yeah, even the underhook control. example I think is probably more rare um, yeah. cause guys just, because people got so good on the edge, Christian. I mean, I, I don't know if you can remember all the way back to 2006 and seven, but when these rules are instituted, the, the edge skills weren't anywhere in the same ballpark of what they are right now. People have realized the importance of the edge stuff and people are really good and tactical with underhook, overhook, uh, seatbelt position, that type of stuff. Like it is freaking hard to push them out on a high level. Yeah. Um, the I love the idea of reviews done by third party. Yeah, that just that's makes hard. sense. Like getting, but the, it's a resource issue. I'm sure in in general. Sometimes I don't. You could do it, it for is. the big tournaments, probably. Yes, NCAA's and all conference tournaments. I think should have third party review and maybe conference duels. So that has that'll be hard for small conferences, though. Yeah, perhaps. 
I mean, if there was some way to systematize the, like, hey, there's going to be 10 duels starting at 1 o'clock on a Sunday, and there's going to be two refs in a booth somewhere, and they're going to have all the streams. Yeah, that's what I was I mean, going to say. The, okay, just like, that'd be you feasible. Know, call, phone it into New York or whatever, and New York looks at it, and they, they make the call. And if you, have, if you have two to three refs on standby at all times just ready yes. to watch, that would probably solve it for, like, nationwide, considering there's not – that many reviews it's not like freestyle where there's probably a review in every other match because yeah, you get yeah, a yeah. challenge for every match yeah because the rules are more i don't say more arbitrary but there's more there's definitely more gray area on some of the holds um yes i was actually surprised on, on the challenge topic so i think that would work right so if you had say on friday nights seven o'clock that's when all duels started or maybe there's a a 5 30 start and a 7 30 start central standard time or something and so that way you know, you have three, say, three refs in a booth somewhere, um, and all the streams go through them. And then Sunday, you could do the same thing. I was actually surprised by how few challenge bricks were thrown at the. So we watched. I watched the three duels in Missouri. Um, there was a few situations where I thought for sure brick should be thrown, um, and it and it wasn't thrown. And I was almost I don't want to say I puzzled by it, but I was like, wow, why didn't they throw that? You know, it really was a situation where they should have done it. And so I w- I was surprised by the hesitancy of coaches to throw it and the second part of that would be maybe none of the calls that were appealed were changed because it was the same referee so it's three of them i believe none of them were changed maybe that's why they don't want to throw it they don't have to waste time could be that it could be you know they a lot of times i think they'll save them especially if it's earlier in the duel because they don't want if they lose it it's a big you know they're worried about not having it in a really key moment that'll cost them the the match or something. Hey, oh my gosh, did you see this? Sorry, this totally just came up. Someone tweeted, someone posted in the comments. Uh, WWE announces NIL deals with uh, AJ Ferrari and Mason Paris. Okay, hey, in in what? It just says uh, NIL. They 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 have it as next in line. So I don't know if they're going to give him some money while he's in college or somehow reserve the rights to him afterwards. I, d- I don't know exactly what it's going to entail. WWE today unveiled 15 college athletes who will be among the first to participate in the company's newly formed NIL program that provides a clear pathway from college athletics to WWE. Okay. I mean, they nailed it. Gable, Mason, and Ferrari. Who else would you sign? Those are the best three right there. Mm. Yeah, Mason's a beast. I mean, so... Well, AJ is obvious to me in how much of it is just about being a good wrestler and athlete? Uh, probably none. None? It seems to well, be highly correlated with their wrestling ability, Ben. Um, WWE ability? Okay, actual wrestling, not whatever that is. Well, so I, I mean, this, this one is obviously. Um, yeah. But I would say just kind of over the course of time, if we think about, uh, you know, there's been a lot of high-level WWE guys who have been college wrestlers, but not like elite college wrestlers. Like that Dolph Ziggler guy, well, he wrestled at Kent State, mm-hmm. um, right? There's been a bunch of these type of guys. Uh, Jason Jackson was a dude from Indiana, I think. Nathan so, Everhart, I think. Nathan Everhart, yep. So, um, so there's been a whole bunch of guys who have had success in WWE without um, having a high-level college background yeah but these guys i mean mason gable and uh aj are apex predators in in wrestling apex predators yeah okay 
Uh, Sorry, I got to. I saw that and that was exciting. Uh, back to the JB thing. Our athlete partnerships will feature access to the state-of-the-art WWE Performance Center in Orlando, Florida. In addition to resources across the organization, include brand building, media training, communications, live event promotion, creative writing, and community relations. Community relations. Upon completion wow. of the NIL program, select athletes may earn an exclusive opportunity to be offered a WWE contract. So nice. it sounds like. Sounds like a like an ultimate uh, fighter type deal where they kind of train them up, train them up, train them up. Okay, if we're good and we actually like you, then you can maybe get a deal. AJ okay. has to be the most natural fit in NCAA wrestling history for WWE. His, his uh, Instagram post last night was phenomenal because he used Many Men, one of the greatest songs of all time. That is a good one. Yes, while blasting a very large pistol. Oh, so. Yeah, and I hear his firearm skills leave something to be desired from the those that are a little more tactical. Yeah, I desire more. <laughs> Is that why you wore your camo hat today? That's right. Nice. In solidarity. Nice. Yeah. With AJ Ferrari and all of our amendments. What? <laughs> he loves he loves guns. Loves guns. Um, guns and emojis. That's what he does. <laughs> so, my bad. I got us distracted. Let's go back to the. Um, the the JB rules. Yes. Um, so I, I think um, he, he has some good suggestions in here. So I think the main ones for us that push out for sure, I think we all think that should be instituted. We were shocked when it didn't happen with the coach's panel. I think some, some type of – in maybe it's 30 seconds, maybe it's 45, but if the top guy stays on top for a certain amount of time, the bottom guy does not get an escape point. Um, which then makes that a two-point takedown. So you're emphasizing top skills because you're showing the skill to keep someone down. Um, that's mine. I don't know if you guys agree with that one. Um, and then the third one I would say would be, and he does not say this, but um, normal stalling called more often. There, the referees are too locked into the very specific stalling scenarios that are outlined without looking at the broader picture of, hey, someone is stalling. John Kozak says the... Only big changes we need are the step out and then stalling to be called like it should. I wouldn't hate that at all. Yeah. And if, I think more first period stalling would be super helpful too. Just like a yes. maybe something like a clock that like incentivizes them to wrestle or you give up a point. Oh, wow. That's weird. That would never work oh, okay. at the highest Not levels. That. Don't do that. That's dumb. It's great. <laughs> it's great. Shot no, it's not. Great. It's dumb. It's arbitrary points. It's not arbitrary. Arbitrary. It's Score. completely arbitrary. Um, um, headgear, obviously headgear. Head, I mean, this is kind of a lot. Well, I, I think headgear should also be banned. Um, what do you guys think about his overtime is no longer first score? I love it as first score. It's very uh, – it's a finite thing. When this happens, it's over. I don't want them to continue wrestling because they keep wrestling. There is obviously a chance that they would be tied again. Right. Yes. And if you first score, then there is no possibility of a tie. It's just the first score. Um, so I don't like that part of it. I think what makes I, overtime I really great like, and why people yes. like overtime is that everything matters so much. Yes. That that's what makes it exciting. That even a match that is one to one gets a little bit exciting in overtime. Yeah, because the next point wins no matter what it yeah. is. No matter yeah. what. So if you're gonna have if you're gonna have overtime, make it. Sudden victory. Yeah, most of these overtime <clears throat> matches, and the problem is most of hey, these Tyler, overtime matches in uh, 
Okay. Well, while they're fixing that, I think the problem is most most of the overtime matches in folk style are, are snoozers. So you just need to let it be the next point. It's not like we're keeping a nine nine match going. It's normally like a two two, you know, one one. I mean, most got to be over fifty percent of all overtime matches are one one overtime matches where they just trade escapes. I don't know about over fifty percent. You don't think so? No, that that is very high. Even at heavyweight, I don't know if it's fifty percent. Okay, maybe not. Maybe at heavyweight, it is close to fifty percent, but it's definitely not over half in all weight classes. Okay, maybe not. Wait, I'll look at CKLV and maybe you go crunch the numbers. Watch every CKLV match. I, well, I think there's a quicker way to find it. You can just look in arena, but. No, no, you have to watch every no, match. No, I'll watch every match. Crap, it's not going to overtime. Okay, I don't know if Ben can hear us again or not yet. He's furiously moving around in his sweatshirt. So while he's trying to do that, we'll we'll move on to some other. We can get to any. Well, I didn't, I didn't get to, to oh, yeah. my suggestion. Go off, King. So the the whole thing about folk style is it's control. And if you get on top, the bottom man should have to earn his point on bottom. You shouldn't just stand him up. So what I want is a no periods, but a – so, like, there's no break at all. It's just a six- or seven-minute match, but there is a two- or three-minute uh, insta-death riding time where you're awarded – it's, like, the same as a tech fall. Hmm. I think Ben hears us, but now uh, we don't hear Ben. Classic. Yeah, we're, we're having... But, yeah, because, like, think about how into it you would get, like, if your guy's on top and, you know, he, he's approaching that mark, like, then riding becomes a little more fun. It does. It does. It's like the like the tiebreaker scenarios where guys are getting out of bounds. Exactly. You never see guy work, guys work harder on bottom than in the 30-second tiebreakers. Yes, and... Like, we're not just giving away escapes. That's basically what we do at the end of periods is, okay, like, now you just get out because yeah. the period's over. Why? Because we get bored if one guy is on top for too long now. And we, now say, and we, and we say he should just, well, now he should get his, he should get his opportunity. Why? He didn't get on top. <laughs> he didn't earn a takedown. Well, no one's taken. It's very rare guys would take top in, in that scenario when you've been ridden a while. It doesn't happen. Um, the, on, the only possible downfall with this, in my game. opinion, is that guys will not shoot because they don't want to get caught underneath somebody forever. Yeah. What, Ben? Oh, I said I said the choosing top thing. The Navy kid just chose top against Evan Wick after riding him out. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Sorry, my my I couldn't hear you guys, and then after I could hear you guys, you couldn't hear me. I don't know what the freak. Well, we're back on track now. Did Ozzy unplug you? No, I, he's at school today. I don't know what. I've been having some serious technical issues. I don't know. I I need a tech. We I need a Tyler at my house. Is what I need. Okay, well you know what, Tyler <laughs> works out. and lives here, so you should just move Tyler here. Tyler lives in Wisconsin. No, I'll he's come here. visit Wisconsin. Tyler hey. really wants to go to Wisconsin. He's from the Northeast. Uh, he he misses the cold winters. I think. I I do love that JD brought up Insta Death. That was. That was really good. Instead of this, tremendous, in my opinion. It's a great idea. If you're going to have, have a- to call it that. NCA, you can't steal this rule and call it, you know, match elimination top criteria. <laughs> no, it's insta death. No, insta death. And we are not moved. We will sue you. 
Well, now we just have to decide what's what's the uh, the cutoff. Are we saying like three minutes, two and a half I minutes? Or, I think it's three or three and a half. Three and a half seems to make sense to me because you rode for half of the match. I don't know why, yeah. but that just sounds good. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And think about like when a guy's just like breaking on bottom, how much fun that actually is now for the other team because like you're literally watch like yeah, you're watching. Yeah, I think- you realize how nuts the crowd's going to go once it gets over three minutes and you're yes. ticking towards 3.30? The crowd's going to go flipping bonkers. It's like watching a pin. Yeah. A pin yes. And Versus, like, the other best. team is, like, going to be yelling at your man, just get up. <laughs> get yes. up. And people it ain't just going to go awesome. auto-bottom anymore either. Yeah. Yet yeah, no one would go out, right? If, you got, if you've given up minute and 40 well, ride time, you ain't to, you're not to the bottom. Breaks. I want one period. So. Oh, yeah, one period. Well, I think that will never happen. Well, that one of the happen. most annoying things about guys choosing bot, this happened a couple times in the Missouri duel. And, I, you know, I know from a strategic point of view, it's the right choice. But when one guy's kind of dominating the match and they're winning by five points and they've been ridden for a significant portion of time, and so they're already over the ride time point, and they choose bottom because it would make it harder for the top guy to major them. Do you guys know what I'm saying? No. Okay, so I'm winning by I'm beating JD by five points going into the third period. I already have a minute twenty ride time. Now JD obviously has been I've ridden the crap out of him. He shouldn't choose bottom. That's not actually his best chance to win. But because his coaches don't want him to give up a major, they make him choose down because they know I'm probably going to have to cut him. Yes. And now he's down by four, not down by five. So I'd have to get an extra takedown to major him or turn him or turn him right. But especially like if I've been on top for a minute twenty, I haven't got close to a turn. That happened a couple times in the duel in the three duel meets at Mizzou. And it's that like, happened with Keegan. Happened with Keegan was that there? That happened. I think it was he Keegan, it, and maybe he did get in. He yeah, barely at barely. the buzzer. <laughs> but it was like this: the, the obvious reason you're choosing bottom is just to make him cut him so he gets an extra point. It's so annoying. Yeah. Hey, are you dropping new hot rankings, JD? Uh, speaking, this week. Speaking of young Keegan. He's got a hundred percent bonus. I know. He he by the skin of his teeth he does. He made it happen. Skin of his teeth. He went and got it done though. Dude, he could wrestle the bull next week. That would be tremendous. That would be tremendous. I don't know if he matches up great or poorly against That's him. I'm really not sure. Two I thought that was two weekends away. Okay, yeah, I don't know when it is. Well, we got a week and a half. It's a weekend. Oh, yeah. oh it's on a Monday. Isn't it on Monday? December I want to say Monday. December twenty. 20th. 20, it would be 21. on the 21st if they were to wrestle. That is a Monday and a Tuesday. Oh, yeah, I was unaware that was a Monday and a Tuesday. So, yeah. No, that would be awesome. Let's get it on. Do you think? What do you think about that matchup? I'm pumped. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Well, that that's like almost the match at 165 I want to see the most just because kind of the contrasting styles. And can Keegan like Get to a turn, there's, get to a cradle, maybe, and a scramble. There's no way Bull wrestles him and wins. If he wins, it's because he he stalled and wins three two. I mean, that's that's literally the only way he's beating Keegan. That that's those it. are strong words. I, I mean, that's the truth, guys. There's no way he he, he There's no way a bunch of wrestling. You don't think Bull could maybe hit like a post high crotch? He could hit Keegan one, down. but then if he yeah he could. That's why I said he wins three two because he stalls. He hits one and then he stalls out. That's that's literally the only chance. If he gets in wrestling sequences. He's not going to win. Okay. Well, 
Alex Magnell, if you're listening, there's some valuable advice from Ben Askren. He does not believe Well, that. I mean, they probably, if they're, they're halfway smart, they kind of know that, and they were probably already playing on that. But hopefully Keegan won't allow that to happen. I'm the the Wick matchup is exciting to me for a different reason. Uh, the Bull one is just like, can this guy just beat up Keegan and just be like too physical and whatever, wear him out? Um, which I don't think he, I don't think you can wear out Keegan. But how does Wick match up? You know, that's a lot of fun. I've already watched it a whole bunch of times. Yeah, and you won't. You will give no details. I will not. That's that's garbage. <laughs> That's garbage. Hey, you know who Dan called me last night? Tony Negron's dad called me last night. I had a, oh, had a yeah? nice conversation. Uncle Tony? It was this guy. This dude, I met Rich him like is in three the chat. times. Shout out Rich. He was hilarious. He was hilarious. I met him like uh, Beat the Streets, maybe NCAs. This dude's freaking wild. Um, what do he say about he What do he say? He just said, Tony's working his butt off. He said, that's probably not the last time you're going to talk about him. All right, let's go. Yeah. Love to see it. That was fun. Yeah. Okay. So thanks to JB for that segment. Fun talking about the rules. That was fun. Shout out Uncle Tony, Rich, Tony Jr. I am surprised. Now, now that we bring it back up, guys, I am so surprised. Um, I'm so surprised that they didn't, they didn't institute the push-out rule last year. I'm really, like, shocked that the coaches didn't. Uh, vote that one through yeah i don't know what the who where the opposition comes from who doesn't like it who likes it i really don't tradition know. I would, I would, yeah tradition i would like to talk i would like to hear the perspective of the coaches that think instituting a push out would be bad and why what they think would happen i would yeah interesting is the big argument they yeah. lose out on edge wrestling, but it doesn't. It makes it so exciting. It it, cre- it actually creates edge wrestling. Yes. Um, Instead of guys hanging out well, on the edge and then just like getting kind of getting shot right. off, circling back in, whatever. Like you literally can't step out of bounds. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you have and to like, not, spring back gonna, in. Yeah, you're not going to need to get the edge <clears throat> takedowns because the wrestling is so much more likely to happen in the center because you literally get penalized for going out of bounds. Therefore, there is no impetus for someone to go out of bounds. Also, you know what is super five. fun? When a guy's trying to push somebody out of bounds to see if they can stay in bounds. Yeah, it's, it is fun. And I, I don't know how many times I saw the guys get to a single and then just like dude, the dude that's getting attacked just finds a way out of bounds. And now you have this really difficult proposition in, of finishing a single leg on the edge when the guy is almost completely out of bounds, pulling on a wizard, yes. pulling away, yes. which is like, quote, the proper defense – but yeah. I don't know, it just doesn't sit right with me. That should be that should be that's, something. Yeah, that's so that's one thing. Um, my legal team Tyler McCormick in Missouri. He brought up as one of the calls that annoys him most is when the bottom guy is relatively clearly flee, fleeing the action or fleeing the mat, um, and the top guy doesn't get quite get a takedown. By kind of by edge rules, that should be a stall warning on the guy who who left the left the mat. But because the rep is just so focused on was it a takedown, was it two points, or was it not two points, they, they neglect to call the stall call. So and then, and then you know it's funny he talked about it in between the Mizzou and you and I duel because Mizzou you and I you and I VT and then the last duel we were talking about doing that that break point and then it happened like three times in the last duel and every time he's like see that never gets called right there. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I would love to see the change. I don't know if it'll happen, but. It would be cool. 
All right. Um, yeah, just getting more and more towards freestyle with writing. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, I would like to see it. Um, what? Well, is... hold on, hold on. But, sorry, I just got to comment, JD. If I mean, if you did the, if you did the th- say thirty second ride or somewhere in there, and the bottom guy doesn't get the escape point, I mean that that would really be in the spirit of folk style wrestling, right? Because the spirit of folk style wrestling is your ability to con- control somebody. And if you've shown the ability to control them for 30 seconds or whatever it is, then you're rewarded for such, right? Yeah. I mean, that's... I don't like, hate that let a guy up. I, I do hate... Yeah. Or like, it becomes tricky then when it's like, it has to be on a out-of-bounds or a stalling yeah. or <clears throat> a stalemate. Um, and it does kind of have to be because like, can you just look up at the ref and be like, I'm done with this now? Like, what, what if you're starting... But that's why if the clock goes to 30 seconds, JD, right? If, if it says, as soon as you get a takedown, boom, clock starts counting down from 30. When it gets to zero, that dude no longer gets the point, right? And well, I don't I like that, that on the basis of, like, if you are actually right. trying to ride and the guy I can't escapes. stay on top. I don't have to let him go. I don't have to let him go. I know you don't have to, but what if you want to stay on top and the guy escapes? Too bad you didn't need to do it within the first thirty seconds to receive the point. Now, now, JD, all you all you get now is your freedom. That's all you get. Can't put a price try tag score. on that. But if you stay, yeah, I mean, well, they if you do stay right now. Bottom, one point. Can't get a takedown, right? I mean, I... yeah, I, it it really does make a lot of sense when you think about you know the, in the spirit of folk style. The spirit of folk style is to, the ability to control somebody. If I control you for a certain amount of time, um, you don't deserve that point. I can then let you go, and my, my takedown is more valuable. I'm, I am rewarded for my top skills because we want to reward wrestling in all three positions. If, you're, if you get taken down and you have good bottom skills, you're able to get an escape within that 30 seconds, right? So then you're rewarded for your good bottom skills. Yes, but in the spirit of folk style, even after 30 seconds, if your bottom skills prevail, I think you should get the point. If you're actively trying to, but then, use your but top then how do you create, how do you create the scenario where you know? I mean, so if we, if we're saying we're not getting that point, you create the scenario where now now the top guy is more incentivized to let you go because I don't give up a point and try to take you down again, right? So you create that. Right. You create action, right? So I'm gonna try to ride really hard for thirty, and you're gonna try to escape really hard for thirty because of that that point is hanging in the balance. So those those things are gonna happen. Um, so I think you're kind of incentivizing a lot of things that we want to incentivize. Now if you we, get rid and you get rid of writing time point. I would, well, I would, if I'm making the rules, I'm going to do the instant death like you want. So I am also then incentivized to work towards that, you know, that to three keep writing. <laughs> Correct. Yes. If you think you can go the three or three thirty. Yeah. But then the, all, the other thing that we talked about, you're not going to, um, guys aren't going to want to. Uh, choose bottom because if I get if you get ridden if you choose bottom you suck and you're trying to get that free point. But if I ride you for thirty seconds, you don't get the free point. Think about a scenario where a guy has say we have three minutes instant death, where he has like two thirty five of riding time. Yeah. Like you taking top? <laughs> yeah, fifty five. Oh yeah, I'm gonna finish you. Oh, that'd be so tremendous. Okay. Yeah. But what get, if but what if you're only winning by one point? And there's still the escape point. Man, it's going to be hard to ride someone for three and a half minutes plus and and only be winning by one point. I don't want to say it's impossible. It's not. It will be challenging. Yes, correct. Okay. 
Call, right, Chris call is done. He's done. I'm done. He's, uh, <laughs> I've been insta death minutes ago. It's been over. I'm getting my cooldown in. I'm ready to move on. I want to get to some of these questions because there's some good ones in here. Oh, hold on, John Kozak. John Kozak, you're smarter than this, baby. He said in the chat, imagine Tabor is trying to keep track of the 30 seconds. As soon as they count the takedown, it, it, we have computer it's programs. The same down. thing this right now. It's, yeah, as soon as the takedown hits, the clock starts. Yeah, that, that's already a right? thing. We have so many clocks in wrestling. We so got, many clocks. We got clocks. We have an instant clock. We got instant countdown. We got thirty second countdown. We got riding time. We got like a shot clock. Injury time. Thankfully, no blood time. We would run out of clocks if we instituted blood time. Okay. So many. Remember when Shane Sparks theorized people were gaming blood time? Yes. <laughs> That Shane, the WWE razor bit. Shane, that and your take that Gable didn't check the Oklahoma State guy out of respect for John Smith. That those are two of the all-time Quake takes of Quake takes. Shane, what about yesterday when he hopes his daughter comes home with Ryan Deacon? Well, that makes more what? sense, you know, Ryan. Deacon. <laughs> what he loves Ryan Deacon. Stop. The guy loves Ryan Deacon. All right, there's there's worse choices in wrestling. Um, there be worse choices. You're right. He seems like a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, from uh, J Moss, Mossman 103. Would Nikki uh, Wolverine technically be able to compete as an unattached headhunter at Midlands before his Michigan season actually begins to get some collegiate folk style work in? Technically, there, there's, uh, no, there's no laws against that. I don't know if he would. That'd be awesome. I don't think it's gonna happen. I agree, uh, but that would be sick and probably a worthwhile thing. But I don't think I don't. Yeah. I don't see it happening. Um, um, Callie Scruff wants to know if there's any chance Kennedy cuts out all food in his life and makes 157 for the Hawkeyes. Uh, that would not be good. He's he's big, man. I think he's a big 65. I think 57 would be like preposterous. He got big legs, big legs. I, agree. It's tough. It, it, I don't think it'd be possible. And if he somehow scientifically made it, I don't think he'd be able to beat Caleb Young down at the weight. It's like, yeah, he's better than Caleb Young right now, but he's also a bigger person. There was another yes. Hawkeye lineup question about, is Kimmer going 84? Yeah. Is is Nelson wrestling Nelson. so much at 74 and not Abe? Do you think Kimmer would go up? I thought you guys just said Kimmer waited at 74. Didn't you say that? He did. He did, so it's probably not happening. Um, but that would make more sense with Nelson wrestling 74 so much. But, yeah, Kimmer – you know, I don't feel like Kemmer's a big 74. I mean, he wrestled 57. He was yeah. obviously a big 57. I don't think he's a big 74. When I look at him, he looks adequately sized, but not extra large. I think he's good size 74. I mean, Starachi's a big 74. He looks yeah. big, big. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's happening. Uh, if he hadn't weighed in at 74 already, I would say, oh, I don't know, maybe, maybe he don't want to cut weight his last year and. You know, for the lineup, maybe it's not that big of a difference. Although, I would say he's probably less likely to win 184 than 174. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Because I don't think he can be – I mean, there's a lot of monsters at 184, whereas it really – it sort of feels like it's him and him and Carter, and then kind of like there's another rung. Like, Labriola will be yeah. in the matches. Makai Lewis obviously is a national champion, but, you know, he had a – he just barely survived a Peyton Mako match, um, which makes me think. I wish we had film. Can we get film of that when he when he does a single leg to the cradle? I want to see if you guys call it two or not. Um, 
I, I, watched, I thought the match was well officiated. Yes. Um, you, you would not have called two on that. It was very close. It was close. I would admit, I don't he think never, it was like, had the angle, though. Or the... Well, it's, it's when he, he hits his button and he locks up the cradle, and it looks like for a split second, not very long, this is why I think it's questionable, and I'm trying not to be a home here, he pops his hip up before too long. So obviously once he pops his hip up, it's obviously not a takedown at that point, but I think there is a second where he has a cradle and the guy's on his hip. Yeah. Um, I, th- I thought it was called correctly, but... Okay, um, okay next question. Um... Do you guys know why there were two refs on the map for Jason Olf's match at Wolnick event and by the assistant ref was able to award a caution in one? I don't know, because in Russia, they they do what they want. They yeah, I think, I think they were kind of experimenting with a couple rules, too, possibly. Um, I, don't, I don't remember exactly the this scenario, the assistant ref, but, I mean, if they're going caution and if there's three in freestyle – and the head one isn't going caution one for passive, the other two are, they will get the Matt judge's attention and make him and call it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to do away with three man, three man mechanics. I want to do away with them. Just yeah. One way, it's way too many. Uh, yeah. Is Missouri's Jaden Ironman going to be Yanni's only blemish on his four year career? We I will. Yeah. I'm not picking anybody to beat him. <laughs> not picking anyone to beat him, but is he going to run the table? Is it, you know, um, that's the question. Yeah. I, I would lean towards yes. Um, so is he, he's going to be cool with eligibility because obviously the Ivies have that league where you can't wrestle if you're a graduate, and now he's going to be his six-year post-high school. But fine. they honor Olympic red shirts. Which is what he did the last two years, so he's he'll be fine to compete four years for Cornell. It's like for for me, yeah. Yanni had a close match with Bridge Lava, but you have to you have to come up with a list of guys who could possibly beat him, and I think it's a really pretty small list. And it's like who's coming in that in in the next, so not this year, and so who would come in next year potentially that would add to it. Is there any forty ones that could go up and make things interesting? I don't think so. Um, so I, yeah, I, I mean, I, the I other thing there, Christian. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the other thing there is he was without that penalty point. It's two one versus uh, Jaden Abbas, and one, obviously, you know, one takedown swings it. Now, listen, I don't, I don't really think Jaden Abbas is taking down Yanni, but Mm-mm. I mean, so I'm my bet would be no. The part that makes you nervous is that he is wrestling these close matches, right? If he was if he was Zaning or David Taylor and people, I would have less worry about it because he's he's uh, he's a he is the best guy. But when he wrestles close matches, that makes me a little bit nervous. Someone asked, and I can't find the list of of how many people are poised for four or five NCAA titles at at this point in time. Let me see if I can find that question because I liked it a lot. Because obviously Yanni can win four. Makai Lewis can win four. Spencer can win four. Starachi can win five. As can AJ. AJ well, can win five. Anyone who's a freshman now can win win four. Obviously, if you're not ranked, yeah. You're not, like they said, with well, already one title, with already won a title. The only ones that can win oh already won a title and okay got it. Because obviously, obviously Keegan could win four. 
Yes. Um, he doesn't have a title yet, though. Yes. Um, so is it – yeah, here he goes. Spencer, Yanni, Okar, Makai, Starachi, Brooks, AJ. So AJ, Carter um, can win five. Can Brooks? No, Brooks had the corona year in 2020. Yes. So those two could win five. Two of them could win five, and that's it. Oh, well, another one who hasn't won. Yeah. So, no, Dayton Dayton had Dayton won is- last year. He would have had a shot, but he hasn't won. Yes. He has not won at this point. Um, so that's that's got to be the most. Is is this the most ever at one time where – yeah, guys well, it's got, you got two tries at it. Yes. You got two tries at your first one. Like an Aaron Brooks, so, for, for example. some of them. For some of them. For some, for some of them, yeah. Because you got the extra. Well, Aaron Brooks not would not Spencer. be because he didn't wrestle that. He didn't he didn't have he didn't have an NCAA tournament his real freshman year. True. So you didn't I don't know. I wouldn't say that they have uh who any of these guys entered NCAAs and not won. Uh, Makai. Uh, Makai is the answer. Makai has. But all the others have only won NCAs when they've entered it. Well, Car- so is it Carr and Brooks likely would not have I think been Brooks would have won his freshman year. I, he was my pick. Going into it, they would not have been the number one seeds. True. But Brooks had won Big Tens. Uh, and, yeah, Car- David Carr, is, that's probably a fair example. Yes. But we we don't we also don't know. We don't know. It Who was it? Or, that was supposed to be Ryan Deacon. He was he undefeated. was undefeated that year. He had beaten Hydley and Carr at CKLB. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so Carr would have been the three. Hydley or two. They would have been the Hydley Carr would have been the two three, and then Deacon would have been the one. Yeah. So we we don't actually know. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I can't imagine there's ever been a time where there've been this many that are poised. The question is how many of them get it, right? Yeah, I mean, so obviously Carr, Makai, Sirachi, Brooks, and AJ are all at one of one of the four, right? And there's been quite a few uh, historically, maybe not at the same time, but historically, there's been quite a few people who have gotten to um, one, right? Like I say, Imar got the two and then didn't win the last two, and the other guys have done that. So I would say a couple of them are going to do it. Um, you know, obviously, a lot of them seem like the best at their weight class, but just, you know, like Makai and Straki obviously can't, right? They're the same weight class. Um, mm-hmm. Brooks and AJ, right? Because we were surmising Brooks may go up. They could potentially be at the same weight class. Um, I will say, not excluding Yanni and Spencer, because I think they both probably do it, I will say two of the five do it. Yeah, car car's gonna be interesting because just Deacon, you know, can he beat him at NCAAs, right? Yeah. Um, but then after next year, it's, I'll be curious does he does he move up or does he stay down at fifty seven? Because if he gets it done this year and he just stays at fifty seven, because if he has two at that point, he might want to stay down and it, then see if he can get four that way. But I don't know if that's in the cards for him. I'm surprised. I figured he would have moved up at this point in his career. Based on just the cut his freshman year, or what what I kind of understood about it, but seems to be making him. Mean, he recovered fine off the scale against Young. He looks looks great at the weight. AJ, I wonder, is he going to be in college four more years? Might he just move on to his next phase after four years of wrestling? He's been talking about being a five timer. Love yeah, it. I say so, no. It's in his brain. Yeah, 
Especially because the NIL deal, he can make some money before, right before he moves on, he, he gets to make money and try to win and say titles. So I, I like say no, he's still. If you're going to move on, move on after two or three. But if you do it four times, it's like. You got to go for five. You got to go for five. You're going to be like, he won't be able yeah. to. <laughs> a question for me is how are we going to view a four timer with five chances um, if that happens? Uh, I agree. That, that's an interesting thing. Because if you had, because with last year not counting, someone like Aaron or Carter or AJ could <clears throat> lose one and still be a four-time champ. We're definitely going to, I don't know if asterisk is the word. What will be interesting is if one of them wins four and they lose going for their fifth. Yeah. That would be, but they still have four. <laughs> they still have yeah. four. Yeah. How would four you, and four tries. Four and four tries. It's like fifth doesn't count. Wasn't trying. They could literally, <laughs> think about that. <laughs> Think about the wrestlers that are going to be involved in that conversation like uh, that could be knocking them off. Like, who's AJ Ferrari going to be wrestling in I mean, 20 – what is that, four years Well, Rocky now? Elam is the same grade as him, and that's a junior world champ, someone who's really good. Obviously, he hasn't figured out the AJ puzzle yet, but he's going to be trying for the next four years. Mm-hmm. So it'll I be – I mean, and the other thing is injuries, too. We have to worry about, you know, Makai Lewis injury thing. Yes, AJ had the the turf toe. He had to go to get Colombian stem cells for his foot. Um, Spencer's obvious. His injury is going to be the his. That's going to be the biggest obstacle. And not to be dismissive of anyone at twenty five, but you know, the the biggest thing for him to overcome is his injury for him to win his fourth title. I mean, Nick Seriano's there. Seriano does exist for sure. Well, you know. Yeah, it's fun fun to talk about. Um, Next question from Connor for real for real. First and most important question. We were promised regular doses of Bracky at this Kyle Bracky. We've been given zero Bracky. Get him on the phone, send a text, put something on the books, and give us the Bracky that was promised. Bracky's a busy man. He's a busy man. Let's You should get him on the show. Next let's get let's play this for next week, Wednesday. I'm gonna get call him, him on the show. I'm gonna call him right now. Let's we'll see if he right now, live on, live air. on air. Yeah, I'll see if he answers. Kyle Bracky. He definitely knows the show is going on right now. Yeah. He better be watching. Better be watching. We'll see. He might not answer. I don't know. What's up? Oh! <laughs> Bracky, you're, you're on FRL right now. Don't say anything inappropriate. Oh, hot mics. Hot mics. Hot mics. What's going on, man? People, people are wondering, you know, the, there's been no Bracky on the show. What's going on? So I said I come straight to the source. How are things in, uh, in West Virginia? Uh, things are going pretty well. Um, had a little bit of a rough weekend back in Athens, but uh, we're back to work and uh, hoping to get things turned around here and, and uh, get a healthy lineup out there. What did you do when, when Brittany got freed? When Brittany <laughs> got freed, I was popping bottles of champagne. Hey, did you see that last video of her from like this past weekend? Just yelling curse words and slur words. <laughs> Listen, she can do whatever she wants now. That's true. She, that video is absurd, though. That's what we fought for. Bracky's <laughs> um, <laughs> never been prouder. It's like, that's what we've spent hours and hours of our time for. Uh, millions of our dollars for. Millions. Um, I mean, I'm broke because of this, but... Yeah. It's all right. She's free now. She's free. It was worth it. What What's Hayden getting for Christmas? What are you getting that, that wild man? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, 
He's sweet. That's the, he spent, you spent all the money on Britney legal fees, and now Hayden doesn't get a Christmas. He won't even remember this Christmas. Yeah, he won't he remember. get him nothing. Christmas doesn't no, exist. It's what he got for Christmas, Britney being free, knowing that he, his dad was a part of that. Yeah, that's the ultimate gift. It's something good, you can hang your hat good, on. Good for him. Well, okay. Um, well, you should come on at some point if you ever if you ever get a chance, um, Kyle. I'll, I'll ask you formally. We can we can formulate a plan if it's legal. I don't even know if it's allowed in West Virginia law or the university. I, I think I think it's probably fine, but uh, who knows? I gotta go through like uh, seven layers of compliance now. Yeah, I know. Now you're all like big. Serious. I don't know when I'm probably not gonna see you till NCAs because I'm not scuffling. I'm not gonna be a scuffalonian this year. You're not gonna be in the noog. No noog. I, this is the first time since I've been at Flow. I won't be in the noog for the time they have the scuffle because. Oh. Um, because we have the Arizona State Michigan duel. I don't know if you heard about that, but that's gonna be a. It's on January third, so it's not gonna work out. But uh, uh, NCAA's. I'm getting, I'm getting some uh, some extra nuke this year because Chattanooga is coming here right before a scuffle for a duel, and then we're going to the nuke. So a lot of nuke. Uh, Heck yeah. Heck yeah, sounds like an awesome schedule. Stay nuking. Well, cool. I don't want to keep you. I know you're busy directing all the operations in West Virginia. So uh, thanks for answering, though. We'll I'll talk with you later, man. Yeah, good talk with you, boys. I'll come on soon. We'll do maybe do like an alien hour or something too. Let's maybe do it. More. Yep. Sounds good, buddy. All right, have a good day. All right, see you right, guys. See you, buddy. All right, there. He's fine. He's healthy. He's he's doing what he loves, loving what he does. Or is that a fake bracky? Was that a fake bracky? Was that a d- deep fake of bracky? Oh no, Brittany looks. Yeah, we we cannot play this. I'm just sending it to bracky to oh, discuss. No. Oh, no. You should oh, hear what no. she's saying. She looks. I think we're maybe getting a. <laughs> it's funny because. Hey, go ahead. Sorry, I don't want to. Talk... I don't want to steal the Britney talk. I know we love it. I'm scrolling through the questions. Um, is this really true? NCA is looking into suspending brands. No way. That's, that's, that's just... well. You put it in the. You put it in the doc, not me. I wasn't gonna ask that. <laughs> There's no. Well, what, what, even ha- is what, what is there to investigate? Nothing happened. Well, we couldn't see the video. Maybe he punched someone. We don't even know. Oh, stop. Well, there we no punches. Uh, we didn't see that video. <laughs> Listen, if there was a punch thrown, Dresser would have said it immediately around 500 oh, yeah. times. No, I, there was I, lots I of videos of everything that then, happened. Yeah, there's also thousands of videos. Um, thousands. Um, we'll never know. Okay. A lot of chest puffing happened. A lot of chest puffing. All right. Um, I'm peacocking. The other one, I like. I really like this question, and I'm sure there's a few Big Ten weights, but is there a more competitive weight class than the Big 12 Conference at 197? And it is. It's good. It's really good. It's very good. However, Big Ten heavy and really Big Ten 141 are both insane. Um, <clears throat> but very competitive weights. And in some ways, it's uh, – Big Ten Heavyweight is not as competitive because it's like there's such a dominant force there with Gable. Yes. Whereas like 197 Big 12 is like, you know, yeah. shake them up. I'll read them off for you. Ready? Yeah. You got Ferrari me. at one. You got Elam at four. You got Buchanan at six. Woodley at eight. Bastida at – oh, sorry. It was Pence at 13. Bastida at 14. Uh, and is, uh, Utah Valley's Big 12 now, right? Yes. Y- yes, sir. Valley. So Utah Valley, 23, Northern Colorado, 24. So Tanner Sloan, I'll mention. A lot of good dudes. Indeed. Yeah, that's a, that's a really fun weight. 
Um, but AJ, we think Noah Adams to come back. I know. I didn't want to ask him about that. It's got to hurt. R.I.P. Miss Noah, he's beast. The last man to beat uh, Albert in folk style. Will be the only. He's the only person, right? The only person ever. We're the top well, five. In, oh, go ahead. In college, he only has one loss, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. True Sorry, freshman national champ. Um, who are the top five FRL guest appearances? Uh, I don't know, uh, but Jordan. Tell you number one. Yeah. That's the, also the, it's also the worst one. That's the worst one. You know it. You're welcome, Christian. Dave <laughs> Burroughs. One of the worst. Uh, yeah. Number two, John. How Corona. many views does that show have? I want to look it up. I bet it's dozens. Insane. Dozens. Dave I wonder if it'll show up if I just search this. Um, on YouTube? Wow, only 112,000. No, hundred. Oh, well, there's two videos. 180 on FR on on YouTube. I bet it's way more on uh, Facebook. Facebook. Don't forget Spotify, iTunes. Yeah, the website, uh, SoundCloud. Oh, yeah. All right, now you're 000. listening to it. Look, look at that. Oh, oh, two videos. <laughs> no, I'm listening to myself talk about this because I clicked on the search button and it put the volume back on. Because I try to follow – I try, listen, I'm a man of the people, Christian. I try to follow the comments, but I got to – obviously, you got to mute them, right? Yeah. Because – yeah. So. So, I'd say, Ben, you were a big uh, guest when, when it happened. Um, oh, yeah. Back before you were fully on the show. Chael is uh, something else when he's been on the show. Um, those are those are probably – you know, you can't forget Johnny from Roanoke. The scumbag that called me from his actual actual cell phone number, so I could I then harassed him for weeks afterwards. You um, should give it out of the show right now. I I don't think I have it anymore. Um, I think I stopped calling it. Um, Dang it! I, if I search FRL four eight four, it doesn't freaking come up. It's so annoying. That was four hundred eighty four. We've done so many shows since then. That's insane. So many shows. We are Iron Man. Yeah. Um. Okay, next question before we get out of here. Um, Cornell situation, Vito coming back to action at 25 or 33. Good question. I kind of want – so we saw LaJoy at 33. He's, he's solid. Greg went 0-2. Um, he lost to Heinzelman where he got the first takedown, and then he lost to Jeremiah Reno. So – I don't know. I don't know what Vito's going to do. I kind of hope he goes 25 because that would be just exciting and interesting, yes. but I'm not sure. Um, no inside info there. Um, it was interesting. I didn't realize this, but CKLV had 10 champions from 10 different teams. That's pretty – Wow. That's kind of wild, right? Yes. It's really cool. So wild. Um, all right. Anything else uh, before we before we someone help me find this episode on Facebook? I bet it has so many episodes uh, views. You guys, Christian, you remember during Corona, there was nothing for anyone to do, and we were getting hundreds of thousands of views just on Facebook every show. I know it was nuts. The algorithm that was nuts. Yeah, it's just Facebook. However, they did the algorithm at that point in time was just super beneficial to whatever we were doing. I don't know why. Well, I think it was. A lot just because people were literally had nothing to do with it. They were, they were at home. I mean, people weren't going to their jobs. 
we were welding people inside their homes. Can't go out. I mean, it was, yeah, not ideal for everyone, but it was ideal for our show because we, so we had a whole bunch of episodes that were over 100,000 views just on Facebook. That's wild. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. It was, it was fun. Um, all right, well, let's go. It's Wednesday. It's 9.30. We'll be back make tomorrow. Some picks tomorrow. Weekend preview. JD's got some picks. I'm going to pass you, Ben. Once and for all, I'm going to We're going to talk a little Iron Man. David Brace. We're talking yeah. Yeah. David Brace here to talk Iron Man. Not just the triathlon, the wrestling tournament. be very exciting. Nice. Hope you guys have a great Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow. See you then. Thank you so much. Goodbye.